Peace to her. Salute the flag. Salute Leon Rose, man. We're going to be talking about Leon Rose and what he's been able to do for the Knicks. And, of course, the salary cap coming up, man. A, lot, a couple things to talk about. Without further ado, you know how we do. Let's get busy. Mr. State, what's up, man? <laughs> Oh man, Yo, got some jewelry. you got some jewelry yeah. on today, I see. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, brother? <laughs> what's up, brother? I'm feeling good, man. Yo, Nick fans should be feeling good, too. Man. I'm feeling good. Okay, yeah, I know they're feeling good because they hear you like like um, like um, you're right next to them now because you got your your headphones and your mic. <laughs> nah, I, next time I'm going to have them. Next time, I promise I have, I'm going to have a microphone, too. I promise. Nah, but what you got now, that's that's all everybody needs, man, just to, something to control the audio. The audio. You sound great. I appreciate it. All right. Yeah, man. Shout out to the chat. We got a couple guys already here, you know, hanging out. So that's good. And I have to wait for everybody to come in. We got Julian Bloom is here. We got uh, Jess for Life. Salute. Uh, Edward Walker is here. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> Geraldine McIver. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm ready to do it, man. So how do you want to start this thing, bro? Man, what the hell we was just talking about, brother? <laughs> Let's start off with that. With the what if episode? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's let, let's start off off the off the road real quick, man. Did you see the last what if episode? Yeah, I seen all of them. That's the one with um, what's the name? Um, the dude from um, Black Killmonger. Panther? Yeah, the Killmonger. Killmonger. Yep. He kills Tony Stark, and. He just basically kills everybody, and he's still. Wait, uh, spoiler he, alert! <laughs> well, the hell with that! I don't for care. Those didn't see it. So those for those of that that didn't see it, basically Killmonger kills Tony Stark, and then he kills everybody. He still conquers Wakanda, but he make it seem like the humans are, are conquering Wakanda when he's actually doing it, and like the way he just sets up everything is just. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful, man. Yo, Mar Marvel knows how to tell stories, man. Yo, yo, growing growing up, these what if books used to be my favorite shit, man. Because you know they just bring on stuff that you're thinking about as a fan, and they're thinking about it too. Because they they write it, and then they also fans of the other shit too. So I like to hear the secondary stories. Yes, then, sir. At, at the mm -hmm. end of that story too, they you know um Siri and um and what's the other guy Pepper Potts? They still got together to form whatever else they're going to do to so so take one thing away and you can't really stop the forward movement something's still going to happen to stop Killmonger at the at the end so that, i thought that shit was dope yeah man yo that that whole series is is fire and, and like me watching that series like i i be comparing it to the mix sometimes like so i know tomorrow we got a podcast with with you know sergeant for um my god belongs tears you know mix at night podcast and and my guy Kevin from from um Kevin be on nothing but Knicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Cornerstone Kev. Everybody knows Cornerstone Kev. <laughs> Everybody knows it, but that's that's gonna be a good part. But you know, we just, we we just talking about the future, man. So when I watch these what if episodes, like that's where I'll be having the inspiration of some of these podcasts that be, that we've been having, like. What if this happened? Like, what if that happens? But you know, what you want to talk about first, man? 
Well, you know, when you talk about what if, um, like in the comments, especially people like to come and say, "Oh man, it's all you got to talk about." You keep mentioning Frank Nilakini's name. You keep talking about this. So, like, then what's the point then? You know what I'm saying? We just waiting, waiting for our, our favorite players to come out so we can idol worship them and all that. You know, it, it's fun to talk about the what ifs. What what could happen if this didn't happen? Like the Bernard King situation, uh, um, Carmelo Anthony. What if there, there's um there's an article now out there they talking about what if Carmelo signed with the Knicks? How would the team look? And you know, it's it's fun to talk about shit like that, man. So you know, I don't understand people sometimes. What if Carmelo Anthony was? I I, I don't get that. What if Carmelo Anthony was signed by the Knicks in the all yeah, season? If, yeah, this this offseason. What if the Knicks sign him this offseason instead of him going to the Lakers? How would the team look? That's crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I can't see it. I can't. I, I can't see it. I can't see it. Um, what, I wish. What What do you think he would fit though? Just thinking about it off the head. Where do you think he would fit? Um, he would take Burke's spot. Yeah, that's the spot he would take. Yeah, have to take that spot. Hmm. So then, who t- who's the starting shooting guard? I mean, the, the backup shooting guard. The backup shooting guard. Because we, we're assuming Fournier and um and it'd be quickly, it'd be quickly in rows at the back. Quickly in rows. So then, what's up with Burks? Where does Burks go? I don't know where he go. I just know <laughs> it's going to be Carmelo Anthony and Obi Toppin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. But it, it definitely leaves us an extra player dangling. Well, maybe maybe we don't sign um, Burks if we if we get Melo. You know, that's another what if. It depends. <laughs> it, 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 I I don't like Burks like that. I don't yeah. like his game. I don't. I, he's not. I'm not a fan. You know, nobody's going to cry if we didn't sign Burks. You know what I'm saying? If we never said his name ever in life again, nobody would even remember he was a Nick probably. No, no, nobody would remember. Well, what do you think about this, though? Bring Melo back for his retirement tour. I think Melo got two more seasons than him. I don't I don't want to see him until 2025, man. I'm good. I'm, after what I just seen with the cap projections of 2025, I don't. Melo, let him go win a ring, man. Let let that man stay on those those teams. Man. How long do you think Melo's gonna play, man? Because I mean, he still looks good. He he looks he looks better than physically. He looks physically better than he's ever looked in his whole career, man. Even when he was a young boy, he looks great. His face is nice and sunken in. His skin is smooth. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He got the shades going. He still got a nice sharp hairline. I, I, I love I love Melo, but just for this team right now, I, like I would have loved him back, but we got Alec Burster for that position. I'm I'm already mad at him because you know whatever the case may be, but we got Alec Burst. So it, let Melo go win a ring, man. He's not going to win one next season, man. I I wish him nothing but the best, honestly. Yeah, but what if? What if all those old guys are all jacked up and, and they can't they can't come out and play? What happens? Lakers not gonna win a ship. I don't know. That team is too damn old. I never seen a team that old to go to the final, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. That old? Well, well, back in the days they used to have a lot of old teams, but now that this um new age NBA is not really I, I can't really see a, a team full of old guys making it that far. 
Because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the pacing of the game or, or the, just the amount of three-pointers, the, the shots that go up, you know, the way that the defense is. They didn't really play, play – you know, they didn't really call defense so much. So guys are just chucking it up, so it takes a lot of energy out of you. So you see like a Chris Paul. Chris Paul lost steam in the, in the Western Conference Finals. You know, you can just look at it, some other players too. They kind of like lost their steam along the way too. Like, so I don't know, man. Hey, it's going to be tough, man. It, that's what if Melo and Santi instead of Burks? I, I don't, I don't get that. It's pointless to me. Yeah. Like we're not, we're not finals now. Like if we was in championship contention, like next season, then I would understand. But what what would get what would make us championship contend contenders this year? If we let's say let's say Melo came over, what 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 about the team would, would make us a championship team? It don't, it don't have to be a specific player. It was just it could be like just a thought process. RJ takes a wave leap, or we make a trade somehow. Somebody acts out like it's something gotta happen like. Every like to win a championship, everything gotta go your way. Like that's that's just how it goes. Like for the Milwaukee Bucks, Kevin Durant foot on the three point line. Like yeah. if his foot not on the three point line, then who knows what happens? But they won championship, and it's tough. Even Chris Paul was hurt during the final. I mean, Chris Paul was hobbled. So yeah. it, it it takes luck and everything gotta go your way at the right time, bro. Everything so, so, yo, we're just killing the what if right now. But what if everything did go the next way? You know, it's possible the Knicks can make it all the way to the finals if, if everything goes our way. This season? If everything goes our way. It has to be like the perfect scenario. We got to play. Kemba, go yeah. ahead. Well, I was going to say, Kemba, Kemba didn't get hurt a lot. He makes it all the way to the playoffs. Everybody's The whole team is healthy for the playoffs. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, but, hey, somebody's hurt. It, it see not going well, well. Well, somebody on somebody on another team. Say, say, let's say, let's say somebody on another team that we're playing against. They they're not as healthy as as they would want them to be. But we're healthy. You know what I'm saying? We could we and could potentially East, get to the finals. East and East team is like that. Yeah. Let, let's say let's say Durant is hurt. You know what I'm saying? God forbid. Maybe not hurt. Maybe maybe he got diarrhea or something. I don't know. Somebody you know, got it. it, it that means, all right, so so for something like that to happen, mm-hmm. this means that RJ's an all-star, Randall's an all-star, Kimball played, played at least 70 games. It's possible. And at least two teams that we feed. I want the Hawks outright. I want to play them first round, honestly. <laughs> like, I want to get that out the way. Like That's really personal with the Hawks. But let's say if another team, the two teams that we played, their stars is hurt. And we can somehow it, it's possible, but RJ RJ gonna have to take the wave leap. It, it, that's really who is it. Yo, when it comes down, dog, you know what Randall gonna give you, right? Right. You know what Evan Fournier gonna give you. You know, you know he gonna give you something. You know he gonna put it. You know what Kemba gonna give you. Kemba has been hurt. Right? You know he's gonna get. The two question marks right now is RJ and Mitch. That's the two question marks. And RJ was drafted third. So for people, this, this, nah, I get mad at people that say 
if RJ averaged 15 points, you know, it's cool as long as we're winning. No, the fuck not. It's cool. I'm, it's not cool. He's well, drafted. Have it your way. He have had it your way, it, though. It, he, had, he was drafted third. If yeah. he was drafted like 15, I cool. But, but third? But in a scenario, you have it your way. Like, like, um, like well, RJ's an all star. He averaging 20 something, maybe, maybe 20. Let's say he averaged 20, just say 20. You know, average 120 a game. Him and him and Randall are both averaging 20 a game, and he made the all-star team. We'll Let's see it like, Let's see yeah, it so, Look, Brooklyn's not healthy. Let's say Brooklyn's not healthy. You know? You know, let's say let's say the Hawks don't um, you know, don't live up to the to the hype. We we beat them. You know, let's say the Bucks um don't make it because they didn't necessarily get better. That's tough. It's not tough. It's not tough. It's only imagination. Nah, be careful what you wish for. You see, what's the wish? The The championship. The wish is the championship. We gotta get out the damn first round. Like I'm still mad at how we lost to the Hawks. No, I'm saying everything is perfect now. We everything for us is going perfect, and we make it to the finals. You know what I'm saying? With with old man Melo on on the Lakers or whatever. Let's say then you they don't even make it because because of health reasons. You know what I'm saying? Now then it's got a chance to win the championship. Because who's coming out the West besides the on Lakers? Donovan Mitchell and them? Not Donovan. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, so then we won the championship. Wow. What if? That's tough. That's tough. Yo, yo, I gotta run to the bathroom real quick. You got to take a dump. <laughs> no, I gotta like take a one. I gotta take a number one. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. You should you should have brought a cup. <laughs> this guy is crazy. Yo, man, but yo, the what if stuff, you know, we're talking about what if. Yo, it's it's totally possible that Knicks can make the championship, man. You know, but I'm saying if everything would have to be perfect, you know, because everything went perfect for the Bucks, they didn't particularly play well. You know, yes, they had Giannis, but Middleton wasn't playing particularly all that, and my man Holly wasn't playing all that. Plus, he had a couple injuries um, throughout the roster. Bobby Portis had to have a good game in order for them to um to win the last game in, in the finals. So it's possible for the Knicks to make it make it there. You know, because uh, Durant, I mean, uh, what's the name? Kyrie was hurt. Durant stepped on the three point line, so everything went went the way that it was supposed to for um for the Bucks. The Bucks ended up playing against Atlanta. You know, in the finals, they got through got through them because because they're a team that can handle a team like that. You know, you know what I'm saying. So let's let's say if, if everything works well for the Knicks, the Knicks match up well with every team in the East. You know, if Mitch is healthy, you know, if if Kemba's healthy, every, everybody's healthy. You know, we should be able to bang with a lot of these teams. So why not make it to the finals? You know, but same thing on the Lakers. It could it could be a situation where, see, LeBron's never been hurt. You know, he, he was hurt that one time, but I guess that was like a ghost injury because they had no chance of making the playoffs that year. I, it was his first year with the Lakers. But, um, you know, it's still possible um, for them to, to get to the finals. You know, everybody's favoring them to be there. But, I mean, they have a lot of issues with, with age. So if those guys um get hurt, you know, they might not even make it to the finals. Now you're talking about Donovan Mitchell and the, and the Utah Jazz against our Knicks. That's a really good matchup right there. And I like our chances just based off their, their our team. You know what I'm saying? Donovan Mitchell going to have to drop 50 every night. You know, shout out to their other players. But, you know, we got a lot of guys on our teams that could score. So we're, we're counting on, you know, this is a what if scenario. What if, 
you know, so like I said, things will have to fall in our in our way in order for it to um to to come together. But why not? You know, it, it could come together for any other team. Why can't it come together for us? You know, we actually have a decent roster. You know, I, I want to bring this up too. Um, for for state, but he's taking a piss. He said, <laughs> "He's fucking crazy, man." Oh my god, well he's using the bathroom or whatever, man. But you know, like when he comes back, I want to ask him about two K. So I'm gonna ask you guys, what what do you think about two K? Because I think we got like um like um tied for the third, um uh, we're tied for the for the top uh three scores. I think I, I forgot what the score is. Maybe like 83 as a team or 84 as a team is what the um what the Knicks have something like that. So in the new two K, we're like we're like the third you know tied for the third best team in the game. You know what I'm saying? So the the talent is there. <laughs> you know the talent is there for for us to to win. So why not? You know what I'm saying? On paper, we look good, man. So like like I said, for like he said too, for every championship, it has to go in um, you know, everything just has to go in our favor. Like, why not RJ make the make the all-star team? You know what I'm saying? Why not um Julius Randle um make make the all-star team again? You know what I'm saying? Why 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 can't um I don't know, quickly get the sixth man of the year or or something like that? You know what? Why can't they? Why can't uh, some guys get like the um most improved player again? Mitchell Robinson potentially could be a big time player for us next year. We don't know. You know, they, they keep saying that, oh, wait, wait till you see Mitch. Like, okay, whatever. But what if Mitch comes back and he plays well? He might be an all-star too. You know, I mean, the Lakers, they, they Lakers, um, you know, all these teams, they, they, they having three, four all-stars sometimes. It's like, you know, why not the Knicks um, this year? Why can't it be for us? <laughs> oh, man, he, he must have caught the runs or something, man. Yeah, State is crazy, man. Yeah, but but it's cool. It's cool for the what if, man. Sorry for the spoilers. We should have announced spoilers before we said anything. But for those that haven't checked out that show, you really should check it out. The um the Marvels What If, you know, you don't necessarily have to know the movies, but the the um the, the that What If show is a cartoon and it's basically based on the movies. So you know, if you're familiar with the movies, you probably have a good time. But you can actually watch each one as a standalone um show, and it's still great. Um, the, they had a zombie episode, the episode before that, and then the Doctor Strange episode was dope. So it's, it's interesting, man. You know, if, if you're not talking about what if, what what are you talking about? You know, because, I mean, right now we're just kind of stagnant. We have, like, what, 30 days? People have been counting down the last 100 and something days. It's like, it's crazy. So we got 30 days right now before um the beginning of the season. So there's, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of stuff to talk about. If we're not talking about what if, then what are we talking about? You know, uh, people are talking about, uh, let's say, I don't know the record. You know, I see people saying 53. You know, a lot of 50 win games, um, you know, are, are being predicted by, by by fans and stuff. But uh, 53, 54, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of wins. You know, so you're, you're talking about you're talking about top of the East, you know, 54 wins, you know. So is it possible for the Knicks can, to do that? Yes, it is possible. You know, but, you know, things will have to go our way. And, you know, in order for us to win the championship, that's what have that would have to be the case. You know, there's still a lot of potential to make trades and stuff. Like I was making the point with um with Burke, uh, you know, Noel and these guys. So if we have excess where guys are actually um I'm playing well and we can take guys and, and pack them together to trade for another player and upgrade Nick Bride and Grimes, you know, then that it is what it is, you know. We we might actually be able to um to to make a move like a Rasheed Wallace, you know, get that Rasheed Wallace move in. I hope he washed his hands, man. Did you wash your hands, bro? You wash your hands, man. <laughs> There's no audio, though. You got to turn your audio back on. You crazy? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just freestyling by myself, man. But I didn't. I didn't really say nothing 
out, out of what. Well, I, I did mention 2K though. What, what do you think about the the next 2K rating? Because I, I think we're like the tie for the third. Randall should be at 88. RJ should be like at 84. It's just about right though. Well, as a team, everybody's. I think the the whole team is um like we're like the top three team. I think in 2K. As far as rating, rating as a team. I know. That, That's crazy, but, right? Nah, it's not crazy because you got a, a deep team. Our team is like probably like 11, 12 deep, honestly. Honestly, yes. But, you know, that goes to show you that we, we could potentially win a championship. <laughs> at least on paper, even 2K is saying it. You know what I'm saying? Even 2K is saying that we possibly could, talent-wise, you know, for each individual player, talent-wise, we have the talent to do it. Why not? Do you know <laughs> what got like? I hate you, bro. I hate yeah, you. I, 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> you gotta let it go, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let it go. Let it go. Let what go? Let let what go? With, with what, the team like like you said, nah, man. Like, I I just told you that two K said that we're the top, we're like tied for the top three, our best team in in the, in the league, right? And he said, uh-huh. yeah, because we're deep. And then I said, then we, we possibly could win the championship. Then you're like, nah, 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 nah. So which is it? Because you got to wait for that. <laughs> you asking for too much. Could we get out the first round first? Like, <laughs> that's all I'm asking. Yeah, we can for. get out the first round. We can get out the second I, round, third round, and the I championship mean, next year. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't see it, man. I, not, with this, not with this scene, bro. But you just said, yeah, we go 12 deep. Didn't you just say we go 12 deep? Yeah, but that don't mean that we go 12 deep and we got three superstars. <laughs> we are, yeah. That don't mean that. This ain't 2K. This real life. <laughs> yeah. But I just, you know, when, when the guys are gone, I ran through the whole scenario. We possibly could do it. it. It doesn't have to be 2K. You know, the Knicks actually have a decent team. If everything goes our way, we potentially could do that. Questionable. <laughs> it's all questionable because <laughs> everybody assumed that Melo's going to get a ring next year. That's questionable, too. Oh, you know the NBA going to give them a ring? Come on. Is, is this a trick question? It's going to give them a ring, so then why are we here? Why? You know what's going to happen next season, bro. They got too many Hall of Famers on one team for them not to know they're going to make money off of that. You know how this go. They're going to get every call in the playoffs. Melo getting them magical calls he never got before while he's in New York. You know why. <laughs> But that's a lot of preparation H over there, man. There's a lot of hemorrhoids in that locker room. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's tough. They got an old team. I've never seen a team that old win a championship. Not that old. They old as hell. Yo, the, the youngest thing they got in that locker room is probably like their dental work and shit. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever like fillings and caps and shit they got in their mouth. Because all their teeth is great. That's that's what money does for you, man. It, the teeth comes out looking looking great. Yeah, man. So, we, so we talking about money and stuff. So you know, we we actually here to talk about my man Leon Rose, though. But you know, all this ties into it. You can see, you know, I, this is like a botched, um, what do you call, um, uh, you know, Photoshop job here. I put um, Leon Rose's face on Fat Joe's body, and it says, "Yesterday's Knicks is not today's Knicks." I thought it was cute. What do you think about that? Yesterday's Knicks is not today's. I I understand, and I agree with it. Um, there's people like you who who be like, you know, fuck the past. Like we got a future to look forward to. And then there's people like me who 
is a little salty about what happened and transpired in the past like five years who can't just let go of the past and they still think about certain things that have happened. So I remember the day when, and I don't mean to bring this up, but I remember when Frank Nelakina moms came from France and she came to see him during Christmas day and then, <laughs> and this though, he ain't even like, he ain't even take him off the bench, bro. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, but look at the situation though. That that's um Fisdale. You know what I'm saying? The Fisdale Knicks. Uh, it was a bad situation that, that was happening there at the time. He's the worst coach I ever seen for the Knicks in my life. I think I thank God for him though, because without him, I wouldn't have R.J. Barrett. So I I I thank God for um David Fisdale. I appreciate what he did. Well, thank God for for him because thank God for all the bad shit that we, we we've been through. Twenty years, you know, we talking about twenty years. That that's the past that, that I don't, you know, that I don't want to talk about anymore because now we're in another another um, you know generation, you know, n- another segment in the Knicks history right now. So, you know, th- you know, it's it's time to move on. But still, all that stuff had to have happened. You have to remember. You have to know the past in order not to repeat it. You know what I'm saying? So right now we're doing something that we've never done in our entire history as a franchise. Right now. Even even from back, I, we probably haven't done this in, in, until in, since the, um, the Clyde days when we when we um we drafted um you know the captain uh, what's his name Willis Reed we drafted him we had a couple bums mm-hmm. or whatever they drafted um Willis Reed they went and got um you know what's the name um uh, Dollar Bill and they they traded for Dave the Butcher that the, the ball started rolling then you know what I'm saying and, and that that that's really like a three year process there for for the, before they got the championship. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it took them years and years. Once that ball started rolling, they got Clyde after like I think like two or three years. They was in the finals and winning championships. You know, so it's possible it could happen. I mean, I feel like the same energy is happening now with our Knicks. You know, it started it started with um drafting um well Christos really because all the residual stuff that we getting from it. Plus we drafted RJ, then we went and signed um Julius Randle. You know what I'm saying? We we um we we signed Kemba, we we you know, you know, this the ball is rolling right now. You know I what I'm saying? So I, I think it started with Phil. I think Phil Jackson was I think he was the turning point in um James Dolan's life. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I guess. You understand what I'm saying? Phil Jackson, when he first came to New York, it felt like it felt like he was God. Like it felt like he was the God. Like it felt like he was the one because he was so accomplished. So now that we got Phil Jackson and seeing what he's doing, I will never forget. I'm in my mother's house, man. I'm in the projects, bro. <laughs> I'm watching. Bill Jackson, Bill Jackson traded Carmelo Anthony on live TV, bro. He said, Carmelo, I think he would serve best on another team where he could contribute to winning the championship. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And then you sign him to a deal, we give him a no trade clause. Yeah, that's and, crazy, man. And, 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 and James Dolan, right? He's the same guy who said no to trading Chris Porzingis for Devin Booker in the fourth overall pick. He's that guy. So you got to like kind of think that he hired Phil Jackson because without him hiring Phil Jackson, he would have never known like, all right, these are mistakes. 
Yeah, but you, you got to keep making mistakes until you, until you get it right. Because he could have got Phil, and we could have um did well with Phil. But everything in the mother went wrong. Every single every it, like you know even down to to um every anybody anybody that we hired because we had like I said we hired a lot of high level um people throughout the years. We even had Don Nelson um with um coaching Ewing at one point for half a season. That's that's before uh, Van Gunny took over. So you want to talk about names? We've had almost every name that you could possibly think of. Um, you know, associated with the Knicks at, at one point or another, but you know, they went bad. They went bad. Everything went went wrong. You know, to the to like the the max. You know, like anything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. You know, so right now, it, right now, everything happens to be going right. You know, hmm. you got to get it right once in a while. You know, what I see me like without Phil Jackson, like James Dolan would have never knew how to like stay out of the business. Like stay out of, just just stay out. Just don't do anything. And you know, I see Phil Jackson, I know Phil Jackson right now somewhere in Montana with a cigar, or he got some weed, he he rolling up, you know, (laughs) and I know he's looking at that Dallas Mavericks team right now. He's like, damn, that's the team I wanted in New York. Cause now they got, Cause now they got Frank Nilakina, Luca, Porzingis. I know he drooling over that roster. Yo, you <laughs> gotta save that one for tomorrow, man. Save that shit for tomorrow. <laughs> yo, we supposed to have Cornerstone and and, uh, and Sarge in here. You know what I'm saying? That's the pod couple. You know the odd couple from um from Freezy's on show, man. So they're gonna be here tomorrow, and we're gonna talk about Frank Nilakina and all that fucking <laughs> bullshit that state is talking about now, man. So tune in for that. That's gonna be a crazy episode. Yeah, but, man. That goes to show you the um, decisions that franchises make, man. And we drafted Frank Nellikina and we drafted Kevin Knox back-to-back drafts. That's bad. That's, yeah. that's really bad. It set us, it set us back because then we had Chris Stapps and then we drafted bad right after him. So it just it just, it just stagnated us. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you look at this this thing. We drafted RJ. Well, look what happened after we drafted RJ. Oh, it's just been great ever since. You know, the great signings and stuff like that. Everything is progressing the way it should. So, you know, we're in a good space now, man. You know, right now, right now we were treading water. No, first we were drowning. <laughs> we were drowning. Then we were treading water. Now we like, you know, waist deep and now we climbing out now. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully the evolution gets us to the mountaintop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to get you to to uh to believe, man. Believe we can get to the promised land. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can get there, man. We can get there. I'm, tr- I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We can get there. It's, it's the roster, man. I don't like this roster. Uh, I, I don't like this roster. You love I, the roster. You just said that we go 12 deep. We go 12 deep, but I still don't like the roster because I don't <laughs> like certain people on it. <laughs> you, you don't like the roster? You're talking about somebody on Flatbush Avenue? You don't like the roster? That's what you're talking about? The weed man? You don't like the plug? The roster? Oh, you're talking about the Knicks roster. No. You know what it is? The <laughs> roster's cool. I don't like Tibbs, bro. I don't really like that muff. Because Tibbs, see, Tibbs is the type. He funny. He the type. He'll let Alec Burks, he'll let Evan Foyer, he'll let Kimball, he'll let all those dudes have bad games. And we would not see Quentin Grimes and McBride at all. Like, I already see it, like, and, and it's just typical with Tim, like, and the, his style of coaching is not going to rock for 82 games. Not going to run, come on, yeah. 
I, I don't know, man. But I mean, Fournier averaged 17 points a game the last five years. So we're not going to play um, Fournier? We're going to play Fournier 35 minutes a game. That's cool. But I mean, it's not for 82 games. I mean, not for consistently 82 games. You know, guys, he might he might not play um, 82 games himself. You know what I'm saying? Some game he might have nights, you know, nights where he's not playing as well. You know? Even if he's not playing well, Tibbs is going to play him. Come on, y'all. Yeah. What are you, what are you talking garbage to me right now? Tibbs going to play him regardless. But you got to play that. your guys, though. You got to play. If, if Let's say if Fournier is repeating and he's averaging 17 again. Even if he goes down to 14, you know, or 12 or whatever it is, for, between 14 and 12 with the with the um, depth that we have, right? Let's see if he gets that. Then you still got to play him. That's, that's your guy. That's, that's your starting, you know, to me, starting shooting guard. You know what I'm saying? If he's I mean, averaging 14 points a game, you got to play him. I mean, that's cool. I'm not mad at that. Like, you got to play him, but still, like, I know what Tibbs is going to do. And then Burke's going to be playing right behind him. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's not bad. That's not bad, though. Who going to defend? So, <laughs> but, you know, so, so, so what's the answer to that, though? What's, that means RJ going to have to grow up. But come on, yo! I didn't want that type of pressure on RJ in his third season right now. But he's an all-star Hall of Famer, right? So the pressure gotta be here somewhere. He ain't gonna make the he ain't gonna make all those accolades if you don't get the pressure. But all but Evan Fournier, Alec Burks is the vets, though. And we know Tibbs is gonna play them regardless. They gotta come and defend, and I don't know them to be defenders. Well, if they come in there and score and do adequate defensively, that's fine for me. I seen a stat. I swear to God, I seen the stat. I, I screenshotted this, brother. It said Alec Burks. Oh, here it go. I couldn't wait. To, oh, my God. So it says top five defensive stoppers in the NBA. <laughs> I know what you're talking so, about. I see, so I see Nick Claxton, Matisse Thibault, Obi Toppin at 38.8%. This is the field goal percentage that he allows. You know, 95 or oh, 245 attempts. And I see Alec Burks on this list at number five at 39.7%. And it's like, with my old eyes, I didn't see that. This is but, yo, you, you skip, you, you skip um, your, your, um, your boy fucking um, Obi Toppin. You ignore Obi Toppin is number three. And then you're just going to go to Alec Burks. What about Obi Toppin? Obi Toppin? Come on, man. Obi Toppin about can't even guy. stop himself from running. Obi Toppin needs to not average four points. <laughs> we need to start with him. Is, is he had Obi the Toppin he had, a defensive stopper. Uh, no, he ain't no damn defensive stopper. But the number says it, and I don't believe it. But I feel like he was playing better defense as the season going on. But you, you know why the defensive numbers look like that? Because us as a team, we had great defensive team, a great team defense. They have great communication on defense at all levels. And we was top five in defense last season as a team. So I can understand why multiple of our players have good defensive stats. I can understand it. So I'm not really mad at that, but it's like, yo, I we really Nick fans. Like we really I watch every game twice. He ain't play no damn defense, man. <laughs> he, what happened in the playoffs was criminal. He got killed. Yeah, but Obi wasn't playing defense either, though. Oh, I know Obi Motor was running. It's not like me, right? Is it? I, 
crazy. But I'm saying it's the top five, right? But Obi is number three. So you bypass Obi and you just start picking on Burks? Yeah, that ain't Obi? right either, man. What you mean? You, we that ain't right. Didn't, we didn't pick on Obi so much. It's not even fun to pick on him no more because he's our draft pick. He's drafted eight. We know he's behind Julius Randle. He averaged 11 minutes and four points per game, which is worse minute, which is worse than Frank Nelikina rookie season, by the way. But we, it's neither here nor there. And plus, he's a 22-year-old lottery pick who's 23 now, and he's going to be 24. So it's like, yeah, four points. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we everything bad that we said about Obi, he deserved it. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't say nothing crazy like how he was killing Peyton and stuff. You know, Peyton deserved all that crazy talk. But I don't think we were. I don't think anybody was really trashing Obi to that degree. You know, but and anything that we were saying about Obi, it was just about him uh, finally getting to where he needs to go. I think. I think now entering in the season, he finally is there. So I guess we'll we'll, we'll see where that goes as far as you know production with the team. You know. Whatever, but I think Obi's gonna be all right. But I, I mean, crowning him a defensive stopper, I don't know, man. I mean, that's what the numbers say. You don't go in the barbershop saying, "Yo, man, I know RJ held so and so to forty percent from the field." Oh, gee, he probably fifty plus years old. He won't look at you like you effing stupid. <laughs> yeah, but if you tell him that that Obi Toppin was a defensive stopper, you know, you he know, might they, curse they probably- you out. He, he might he might just piss on you or something, man. He just might just take it out and just let it go. You know, OGs can't hold their fucking urine and shit. I don't know, man. Nah, at but least um, we, at least we're not talking about chitlins. Chitlins. Oh man, so <laughs> you know that oh, episode. Man. You said it. You know that you the one that said, "Yo, I, I'll be I'll be eating chitlins by then." I'm like, what? <laughs> Did it turn it turned into like a ten minute freaking like rant about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. You you are the one, man. You are the key. The key to all, to all of this nonsense, man. It's crazy. And now that we're talking about, um, you know, the NBA and we're talking about teams and team building. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, you know, it comes out that the salary cap could be going out to $171 million. Yeah, I got it up on the screen right now. This is what you sent to me from from this guy Morton, whatever. I think he's from New Zealand or some shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's looking that's looking good, man. And you know, some of the stuff it says the league is looking for a broadcast rights package worth more than seventy million over nine years, and maybe as high as seventy five million. The NFL just signed a one a hundred thirteen billion. 11 year broadcast rights deal that is a lot of money that's a lot of years too man god damn 11 years god damn and then they say and then it says needless to say jumping 5.7 billion in tv income annually will have a severe impact on of the nba salary cap which is calculated off the league's basketball related income bri According to league source, projections indicate that a $171 million salary cap is possible, assuming no caps smoothing by 2025. Should the MBPA instead agree to cap smoothing, it's likely the league will still see an annual increase to the extent of $15 million, according to source. The 2025 cap spike will see $200 million contracts get normalized, normalized 
and for the league's elite, 300 million will become a new, the new threshold. Could you imagine? Yo, you're talking about 60, 60 million a year players, bro. You know what I'm saying? And teams like Sacramento, they're going to have like two of them, you know, and not even sniff the balls of the, of the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that, that's why that's why I mentioned to people, I say to people that we might get locked out. You know, because the, the um the, the it's not it's not that the, they gotta lock the players out. The ownership gotta lock themselves out. It's like what the hell is wrong with y'all? Y'all get this money because you're supposed to be operating the way Leon Rose is operating. You know what I'm saying? Give pay guys the low. Look for look for ways to get around the cap. Look to get sneaky ways to get extra talent on the roster. You're not just supposed to take the extra salary cap and just give it to one motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Get every this one guy gets sixty million a year. That is retarded. Right now, um, John Wall, he what is it? What's he gonna get? Forty eight or something like that? Forty eight, and they can't move him now. Yo, that's why the salary cap got to jump, bro. I think the salary got a cap got to jump, but the contracts gotta like stay the same, so it won't be crazy. You get what I'm saying? That's gonna be hard though. Because I mean, they they're gonna have to put that wording in in the contract because the the max the max deal has to do with percentages. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're a 10-year vet, you get a certain percentage. Not not a certain number. You get a certain percentage. So whatever that percentage is, literally, the Supermax could be, like, a, like damn near 70 freaking men a it's year. No way, it's no way you could build a team with it like that, bro. It's, that's impossible. That's why I said the contract's going to have to stay the same. And, and no, I disagree. You peeped that? This is um Alton Lee from the uh, from the comments here. Shout out to Alton Lee. You've been been um been helping us a lot um in the comments, and I'm reading everything you're saying. Good good job, man. But he yeah, mentioned job, um bro. Iman Bates, um Jalen um Jalen Green. They could be the first sixty million dollar players. Three hundred. You're talking about three hundred million dollar contract offer maybe like four years. Not not even like six or seven. You're talking about just a four year contract, three hundred million. <laughs> no, I am not playing. I will trade a player, but no, I'm not. No. It got to be like, you see how Julius Randle contract is now? Yeah. Like, let's say if the cap is $170 million, keep the cap, the, the contracts the way they are now, it would be easier for you, for you to build a team. Like, you can actually construct a team. Because now let's say, you know, R, um, we extend RJ. His contract is probably like, it starts at probably like $27 million. This is with the hopes of him becoming an all-star. Well, we're coming to all defensive players. His contract is like $27 million. We already got Randall for four years. So that's probably like 57 to like $65 million that you got tied up to like two people. And with today's cap, like just the, the limit, that's damn it. How you can't really, you can't really build a team off like that. You, you got to have vet minimums. And you got to use your MLE and this, that, and third, and you got to maneuver. Now, it, that's that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. How do you explain it too? Because you're talking about like a league minimum right now. I think the league minimum for like for like a veteran is like two point five million or something like that. Whatever the number is, you know. So you talk about a minimum guy that's making. Let's say let's say if that minimum jumps up double five million. Let's say the league mm -hmm. minimum for a veteran will be five million, but the mm -hmm. freaking max player makes seventy million. How do you explain that? No way. How do you explain no way. that? You got, yo, and I love, yo, ultimately, man, you come up with the fire, bro. And I, I was thinking of this too, and I'm glad you, you said it so it could become clear in my mind. They got to have expansion coming. 
Because exactly what I just said to you, Don, you can have 170 million cap. That's cool. But the contracts got to stay the same. You get what I'm saying? Because you want to build a team. I can understand. Let's say if you got three players who three players who all make 30 million. That's probably like 90 to 99 to 100 million, right? That's your super team right there. But you say 171 million. So you can still you can still build after that. And that's after you got three third. Yo, QQ Oprah was like, you get 30 million, you get 30 million, everybody gets what? 30 million. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah, it's the owners though. The owners gotta save save themselves from themselves. You know, like like when the, back in the days, the the salary cap for the Knicks, I believe, was like I forgot what it was. Like it was like maybe like um I don't know what it was, but they they went and they maxed out Allen Houston for no reason. You know, they went out and gave um Clarence Witherspoon you know m- more money than he should have gotten. Shannon Anderson, Howard Isley, we had the we were capped out for for I want to say like for like eight no say like five to eight years we were over the salary cap paying luxury tax. You know what I'm saying? And we weren't making the playoffs. You know, that is that is insane to be maxed out, paying luxury tax, and not making the playoffs. That's all ownership. That's all ownership problems. Ownership and, and um, you know, not hiring the right people. You know? Yeah. Oh, so my God. So I, I would like I would like for you to say I'm gonna say what I'm about to say. Oh so no. in twenty twenty five. I'm going to like watch this video myself and I'll be like, damn, State, you was a smart and method, yo. Yo. <laughs> you are smart, though, man. You are smart. I am smart, but th- this is crazy. Like, you is smart. In 2025, when the cap go up, bro, there's going to be reports where the Knicks got an unfair advantage. Like, people's going to be mad when the <laughs> yeah. cap go up, bro. Like yeah. and, and and how the way I'm looking at it is, I'm not concerned about James Dolan spending his money, cause we know James Dolan is gonna spend the money, right? James Dolan, if he had a cap of a hundred seventy-one million dollars, die hard, with Leon Rose as his president, bro, what do you think is gonna happen? You don't think they're gonna have reports of like, nah, the Knicks is tampering. They they they, they got an unfair advantage. They could pay this. They could pay five All Stars thirty million. Still have ten million. Yo, I I can see. Yo, look at look at the screen right now. I got the salary cap there. You look look at the the last year is the is the twenty five um, uh, you know twenty five season two thousand twenty twenty five twenty six season. Oh my goodness! Leon it's a Rose. clean cap. You, you're talking about maybe what's some um, RJ? RJ is going to get paid in 2024. Let's say if he does get paid, we still got um, Julius Randle um, there with a player option, 32 million. You know, you know, what I'm saying uh, four years ago we'll be off the books. Derek Rose, all these guys will be off the books by then. Yeah, and and then, and we have Leon Rose and these guys um, running the team. So you already know that they go into seasons not even spending the whole cap. You know, shout out to Obi Toppin with, with the um with the green there. Green, I believe, is team option. You know, and then you got Emmanuel quickly, uh, the other kids too, the young boys, they're here too. Grimes and these guys, these guys don't even get their qualifying offer until like um the year before. You know, you see that six million there? That, that's a qualifying offer, six million. Obi Toppin qualifying offer the year before. 
So that that year when we come in, in there, we're still gonna have potentially Quentin Grimes being the starting point guard for us. I mean, not point guard, starting shooting guard possibly. You know. Oh, my, oh God. my God! Look at oh. it, man. Oh, yo, Leon Rose is so smart, bro. Like, look at the contracts, how the way he got them locked up, and like, and I'm looking at 24-25, and I know RJ gonna resign. Well, I'm not even worried about RJ. But you still got quick. You still got over. You still got quickly. So those are two guys right now that we could go over the cap and resign them. So I'm not even worried. Now that I think about it, I'm not even worried about those two. Like I'm gonna leave those two out of it. Now, no, no, but I'm not gonna say I'm gonna leave those two out of it because I will say this to you, dog. I would include them both in the trade. I tell you that. Who's that? I, I would I wouldn't I would include Obi and quickly in the trade. I tell you, and I love them both. I love them both. But if that cap, if that cap spike up to 171 million, bro, all I need is RJ and Randall on that roster, brother. That's all I, because whoever's in free agency that year, whoever make it the free agency in 2025, they're going to be a Nick. I'm not I for, so for these next like four years, I'm in for the ride. You should be too. But check it. I, I've been uh-huh. I've been trying I've been trying to get you to, to to believe that we can win now. You I remember the last last couple seasons, you was mad that yo, it was like un- unnecessary wins and, and whatever uh-huh. we should have tanked, we should have did this uh-huh. and the other. Right now, uh-huh. because the salary cap is going up in 2025, we have to build a foundation now to try to at least win while this is happening. So when that uh-huh. 2025 comes, we already established the Knicks as as a winning uh franchise we already started we already did it last year we got it we got to do it this year the next year the next year and 2024 we have to keep this ball rolling because when that 2025 comes man holy shit i I would love for you to put up the free agency list for 2025 so everybody could lose their mind real quick because that that list is is ridiculous but i understand why why are you doing that please i would love for you to do that but why are you doing that i understand what you're saying right I understand that it takes time. It takes progress. I know we're going to win. That's never been my issue. You know that. Like, I, I tell you all the time, like, I know what Tibbs is going to bring. I know we're going to win regular season games. Like, I don't care about that. Like, I, we graduated from the rec- We graduated from the lottery, right? We graduated from regular season wins, right? Because we won last season. And we got into the playoffs, right? So now we got to graduate out the first round. It's steps. It's steps what I'm looking for. So I can understand that we're going to win. Like, that's never the issue. My issue is with Tibbs, bro. And let me ask you a question. Matter of fact, I'm going to throw out what I was about to say. Let me ask you a question. You think a superstar free agency will come come play for Tibbs? Or you think that that person will relay to RJ and Randall, yo, look, listen, I will pull up. But you might have to promote so and so before I pull up. What are you talking about? You talking about coach? I'm dead coach wise, yes. But yo, aside from all that, that 2025 mm-hmm. season, um, Tim's gonna be like 66, 67. He's gonna be old as shit. So you know, you already know that he's gonna be out of here. I, I don't know how long Tim's contract is. I think it's like four years. Five. You know, he'll, 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 it's five years. Yes. So I mean, he'll be gone. He'll be gone by the time that um 2025 season comes. 
You know, he might even be gone before that. Because like I said, 60, you know, like like even like my wife, my wife thinks that, that, that she's going to live forever. She thinks she's going to be fly forever. You know what I'm saying? But you, mm. but uh, the age creeps on you, man. Before you know it, you think you could do it. And next thing you know, my high, my high blood pressure, I can't get it together. You know, and then you're going to be like Woodson trying to see if you can get a college job to get yourself away from this NBA struggle. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like like um, Tibbs might not even make it to the end of his contract. Wow. You know, so you know, I'm I'm quite sure the Knicks already got that situation taken care of too, you know, because I mean, you know, they, they right so far they they've been crossing the the T's and dotting eyes on everything. So I'm quite sure they already got a <coughs> contingency plan for um for the um you know the the coach and stuff. I'm telling you, Johnny O. I'm telling the coach is already in the building already. I'm telling oh, Johnny you, Johnny, Johnny O is the coach is already in the building already. Yeah, I've already compared Tibbs to my Mark Jackson. Like that's what I feel like, and the NBA is definitely going to expand. I hope they expand to Vegas and Seattle as well, because I remember growing up and watching the Seattle Sonics. I remember playing with the Seattle Sonics in live two thousand three, and I remember playing with Ray Allen and Rashad Lewis. If people don't know, like you go back to live two thousand three and all that. Like I remember playing with that team. I remember playing with the Hornets in live 2003 as well with Baron Davis when he was on the Hornets. It's crazy. Like, it, it, it's crazy. I remember those scenes, man. Uh, damn. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get the free agent list for that, man, but I think it's the, I think that might be too far ahead. You know, mm. so some of the list that, that I'm seeing is a little nervous. You know, they, they um, but I mean, I mean, you're talking about guys like Jalen Green. Those guys are probably going to be up for contracts by that time. Their rookie deals will be up in 2025. You're talking about um, what? What is a restricted free agency and all this? You know, so there's gonna be a lot, a lot of numbers, a lot of guys out there available. So, I try, I try to get a give y'all a little glimpse of 2025 free agency. So it's Giannis, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, Drew Holiday, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Brandon Ingram, Jamal Murray. Chris Paul, Randall, uh, Lonzo Ball. Basically everybody, because mm. you're talking about five years from now. So most yeah, everybody basically. already on their five-year contract. So they, they'll be done within three to four years anyway. So so you think James Dolan would have paid a high for the two of those dudes to come to New York? The Yo. high. <laughs> But even better, James Dolan might he might have passed this um his franchise over to his kids by then. <laughs> that's that's Ooh. a what if for your ass right there. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. That's I, another situation too. To, to that, is. that is. That because um his sons his sons are kind of freaky too. He got a couple of sons that are into some freaky stuff. So we don't <laughs> know what, what we you know we like we don't like James Dolan, but his kids might be worse. You know. No, I think his kids got a, a grasp on, you know, what to do and not to do. I'm just hoping, like, for my generation, I, I believe his kids is all around my age. So I just think that they will have a grasp on what to do and not to do. I I, I think we'll be straight. Um, I was never really too concerned with uh, James Dolan as far as, like, like hiring people and, who to trust and what to do. Like, I, I was never too concerned with that, bro. My, my only problem with, with Dolan is, does he get too involved? That's where I get annoyed with him at, you know? Yeah. 
that's that's the problem with any any owner. Like say like Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban is another one. We'll, like I said, we're, we're probably t- we're gonna be talking about Mark, Mark Mark Cuban like crazy tomorrow once we get um Cornerstone and stuff in here. But he's another guy mm-hmm. that gets kind of too involved in in the team and stuff. I'm glad that he started doing Shark Tank and things of that nature because he was getting kind of out of control with it too. Just um even just judging by what's happening with Luca and stuff. But you know, like I said, um tune in tomorrow. We're probably gonna go crazy with all this all that talk about those guys over there. You know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> James Dolan, man. I, yeah, I always, I always say, like, James Dolan, he's the type of guy that, like, he's the friend that, he's the friend that's mad cool, and if you get him around the right people, they'll let that person do favors for them, and it's not a problem. But if you get him around the wrong people, he'll let them do favors for him, but they the wrong people, so they'll get, they'll get him in the wrong shit. And then that's what happens. So that's who he is to me. And he's hired the most minorities in, in sports. We're not going to just talk sports. <laughs> he's hired the most minorities I've ever seen. The first Chinese American basketball, whatever, first black woman to coach a basketball. That that's him. So Yo, James Dolan to me, he's that guy that that's in the bar that's just like, hey man, blah blah. Yo, you want a drink? I'll get get you a drink. Oh, shots for everybody. He's one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's this fucking guy? I don't know. He's giving drinks out. So you know what the fuck? Let me get this. Let me get that. You know what I'm saying? Put it on James Dolan's tab. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've been I've been around. You ever been around guys guys like that? Yeah, yeah. They, they got cool. it. They, huh? they they got it. They actually cool for no reason. It, it's not you just don't understand, but you kind of understand. <laughs> But it's 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 got to be a lonely existence because you like super rich and um like you look at yourself in the mirror and he looked crazy you know what I'm saying he know that he looked crazy you know what I'm saying but he got all the money you know and you could could you imagine like like Bloomberg and these guys I'm quite sure they they be playing all those like um you know um Let It Rain um songs and all that on um, the stripper song that all that music is for them because when they talk about money and stuff like that they the ones that really got the money so you know I I can I can imagine how lonely that life could be because they all look crazy. You know, and they, but they got all the money in the world. You know what I'm saying? So in order in order to be cool, they have to go be like, oh, you want a drink? You want a drink? Hey, you want a car? I'll take my car. You know, I, you know, I'll see you later. You know, or whatever. You know, it's, I don't know. Man, money, money is, yeah. I think just the more money you have, the more stress that you go through. And look, it's a lot of celebrities like knock on wood that's committed like suicide and stuff like that. The fame will get to them. You be stressed out. You got. Got like imagine 20 more 20 MFs, man. They all texting your phone. Yo, let me borrow a hundred. Yo, let me borrow a thousand. Yo, 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 cousin, y'all need some. Yo, buzzer, I need some. Yo, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yo, that's stressful, yo. It, it's stressful. Yo, imagine being Tom Brady. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're stressed out every day. Every day is it, you're never normal. You can't be normal. Like you're you're LeBron James. Like you can't be normal. Like no day is a rest day for you. Like ever. Yeah, even just regular families, they say like like if you're the only one in your whole family that's doing good, they're gonna be hitting you up all the time. You know, God forbid yeah. if you got a house or something, somebody always gonna be pulling up. Or you know, ne- next thing you know, they they like um they bringing bags in. Like oh, where, where you going, son? Like who who said up? Anybody said you could stay? Like you know. People, you know, people do that, man. You get a little bit of money, people take advantage of you. No matter, no matter what's happening in this world. Mm. It's crazy. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. It's tough though, but it it, it happens, man. 
Yo, speaking speaking of money, man, let me let me do this plug real quick. This is um this is your boy here. <laughs> I know I know you saw me um uh, talking about this earlier. <laughs> Yo, for 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 guys that don't know, they they doing a, a dad bod competition with um uh, with Men's Journal. So go to my Twitter or go to anywhere on my social media, and you'll you'll see the link to that. Click the link, go in on your Facebook, and give me a free a free vote. So I can get me some twenty five thousand dollars. You know what I'm talking about? I, I need that in my life. Anyway. I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, yo, this guy crazy. That was funny. That was a good laugh. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't care, man. You know, I, I put all of my stuff out. I don't give a damn. You know, so I'm not embarrassed by nothing, man. If I put it out there, I want you to see it, right? So I don't, I don't, I don't care about it. Well, you know, Tim so. should be embarrassed the way he was coaching in the playoffs. That's what he should be embarrassed about. You got the least of your worries. He need to be worried for Dolan fire his ass after another first round exit. Well, I mean, you saw him coaching in in summer league, you know. So the game don't stop for him, man. He messed up in at one point, but then the next point, he's like right in in uh, quickly's face, you know, making sure that he says what he got to say to him. He's selling y'all wolf tickets, man. He lying to y'all, y'all telling y'all, all right. Believing in him, yo. Like, I, like, yo, dog. I'm, I'm good. I'm not giving him no support. You're not gonna hear it from me ever. What happened? What he's been in the playoffs was atrocious, and I'm good. So next season, you are gonna see him do the same stuff again. We're gonna be having these same conversations again. And I'm asking you, yo, dog. Why is he playing Julius Randle 40 minutes, bro? And I'm sitting here asking the same goddamn question from last year. Well, if if Julius Randle is playing 40 minutes a game, that means Obi Toppin sucks. Now, if Obi Toppin sucks, who fault is that? Obi Toppin. What? You? So you just so you just skipped over Leon Rose and those boys? You just gonna blame Obi? Leon Rose not even in the gym. Oh my god. Leon Rose ain't in the gym. Why did you draft Obi then? Come on, yo. Yo, you draft Obi because you think he's gonna be a certain way, but he didn't get if he didn't if he doesn't if he doesn't progress enough to give um Julius Randle a, a nice um break coming off the bench, then then that's on Obi Toppin. That's not on how anything you, the Knicks. How the hell you want progressing and you got a guy who's second team or NBA and he's yo, come on, yo. Come on. Who does you drafted him for what then? That is stupid. That's a waste he thought of he was gonna be good. He was he was a player of the year, so you thought he was gonna be good. So who's the blame for that, dog? You can't blame Obi for that. Well, no, no, no. See, you like to add stuff to it. You don't blame um Obi Toppin for uh for him being player of the year. You blame him for not playing well while he's on the roster. If he don't play well for us, that's on Obi Toppin. We we drafted him. It is it doesn't matter where we drafted him. You know, if he if he's on the team and he doesn't succeed, who's that on? Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right there. You said it doesn't matter where we drafted him. That's it doesn't matter where we draft anybody. Because I mean, McBride. What? Some some people want McBride to be the starting point guard, and he was drafted in the second round, right? But people want yeah. want to elevate him to to starting point guard. Some people, the way they the way what? they're talking about it. What? Hold on, hold on. People killed Frank Nilakina because he was drafted eight. Hey. No, you they killed Frank Lakina because he's trash. That's why. Because he was drafted eighth. Don't do that. He was no, drafted eighth as well. Trash. Yo, 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 Mitchell, yo, Robinson, Mitchell Robinson was drafted in the second round. 
Don't what, oh, yo, you're not gonna do that. You know why? Mitchell you Robinson was drafted in the second round. People want to max him out this year. I, okay, Mitchell Robinson showed that he could produce. Don't do that. That's what I'm trying to say. If Obi Toppin don't show that he that he could produce, then who is that on? Yo, are you serious? But so why would you draft him? That's a waste of a but draft you, pick. No, you keep you going back to that. You keep going back to that. You well, have yeah, to go Mitchell, back to that. But Mitchell Robinson was drafted in the second round. So where was he drafted? Right, but uh, he's it, but he's still producing. Who was that on? That's on Mitchell Robinson. So when you're drafting top ten, you're not expected to produce. That's what you're telling me. So it don't matter if you draft the top ten. You no, can I'm, just come you in can, and you can average eight points there. You you can you can be expected to do whatever, but but it's up to you to do it. What? You're and it's expected up to you to produce numbers, right? You're drafted yeah. top ten for a reason, right? So it's up to them to to produce. So you can't sit here and say where they're drafted doesn't matter. I strongly disagree with that. You was drafted right, eight. Well, well, take, you're supposed to produce. Out, take that out of the equation because that's that's clouding the argument. Um, Obi Toppin, if he can't give uh, Julius Randle a blow, then that's on Obi, Obi Toppin. No matter where he was drafted. Were? So it's not on the coach to put him in positions to succeed when you draft a player that high? In the beginning, he will get his chance to succeed. But if Obi Toppin, if, if Julius Randle's averaging 40 minutes a game with Obi Toppin on the bench and Obi Toppin, that means Obi Toppin is not, not um, producing. So why if, would if you Obi draft him? No, you, you, you're clouding the argument. You're clouding the argument. <laughs> you're clouding the argument because you're talking about drafting, but I'm talking about season. This is a season now. If Julius Randle throughout the season is averaging 40 minutes a game, that means Obi Top is not producing. So why would you – so my point is I, I don't disagree with that. I, I, I don't disagree with that, right? The part that I'm getting at is why would you draft him if you already got a guy at that starting spot? When you could have drafted that's someone a different else, conversation though, isn't that a different conversation? It's kind we, of the we, same. We already got him now, though. So, uh, so, so, if, if hypothetical, so if they trade Obi Toppin, that's a waste of a lottery pick. There's just that. Uh, let me ask you that then. It's not because you no. picked him eighth to produce, and he gave you four points in eleven minutes per game at twenty-two years old. It's not like he's nineteen. He gave you worse numbers than Frank Jeff for life. You kidding me? <laughs> but, but but listen, you're going all over the place. The the thing was, you uh, said you said if Julius Randle is playing 40 uh, minutes a game, right? Yes. And I'm saying I'm saying if he's playing 40 minutes a game, that means Obi Toppin is not doing what he's supposed to do. And that, that that's that's it. all the other stuff you're saying is making it more than it needs to be. So you know, because oh, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Finish your point. No, no. I was, I was just going to repeat the same point I, I've been saying. So my my point to that is how is it autom- how you're automatically assuming that Obi Toppin isn't producing? What if no, he I is producing? We talking about if uh-huh. what this is what if we talking about what if? Oh, all right, but my point is what if he is producing? I need, I need to I need to know why. Wait, before I need I need to know why Ebru was one hundred percent wrong. Because I'm I'm gonna say it again. Julius Randle was averaging forty minutes a game, right? So if, uh-huh. if Julius Randle is averaging 40 minutes a game, that means mm-hmm. Obi Top is not playing well. So why is E-Rule 100% wrong here? So my, point, my, my so my answer to that is how do we automatically assume that Obi's playing bad? That's my point. No, no, that's not what the thing is you, you said if you, you was talking about Julius mm-hmm. Randle playing a lot of minutes. Uh, yes. and you're trying to blame you're trying to blame Tibbs. Okay, but if Tibbs is playing Julius Randle 40 minutes, that means Obi Top is not doing what he's supposed to. 
Now, my, my thing is, if if, uh-huh. if Obi is doing what he's supposed to, then then Julius Randle's not going to average 40 minutes a game. How do we know? In my point, stop right there. My point is, how do we know that, bro? How do we know that? This is Tens return. He's 63, bro. He don't care about how we feel. No, but, he don't care about playing nobody but, on but, the bench, bro. When, when, I, when, I say, when I say it, when I say it, you, you say that, how do we know that? But then you say it, it's completely right. I just, I, no, it can't be completely right. I agree with both sides. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm not but, saying you wrong or right. But I say you can't just you can't just say Obi Toppin is not producing in the minutes that Tibbs is giving him. What if he is producing in those minutes that he's giving him, and Tibbs is still playing Randall forty minutes? Because it's possible. He's not. He's not going to do that. I, all right. I'm right. going to do that because like, right. like, um, we got his all chance. Right. We, we we traded Dennis Smith Jr. and and, um, and gave um the rookie a spot. I know he did. Dennis Smith Jr. He got cookie minutes. We know that politics. You traded Porzingis. Dennis Dennis Smith what? Jr. didn't deserve to play. That's why wow. he got traded. If it but was why? politics, then we would have kept Dennis mm-hmm. Smith Jr. No, but he. Why did he play? We knew he played because he was a part of that trade, bro. They had to play him to see what they got, bro. Come on, bro. That's no, they had, they had to play him because to, to see what they got. Yes, that's what they had to do because he's on the roster. In preseason, mm-hmm. they figured out that Dennis Smith Jr. was trash, and they got rid of him. And and quickly um, proved in, in preseason that he could play, and he ended up um, playing a lot for us. Come on, oh, man. Quickly should have started, yo. You know we're gonna <laughs> quickly should have started, yo. We 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 always oh go God. we always go back and forth about this, yo. Quickly should have started, man. We know this already. I'm just pointing at the fact that Tibbs is 63. He want to win the way he want to win. So we you can sit there and say if Obi is producing, Tibbs is gonna play him. I can't sit here and say I agree with that. I don't know. Cause you, you say, you, say you don't know, but then you get mad at me when, when I say if Obi don't play, then 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 um then that's on to you. Get mad at me when I say that, but you're saying the same thing. I don't believe. You know why? You know why I get mad at you, sir? Because I don't believe that Obi is going to. I don't believe he's going to be trash in the midst that he's get. He's getting. But, but but then you just said that though. You said that 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 um that that what's the name is not going to play him. Who Tez? Yeah, because that's Tim, Tim's philosophy is I like to play Julius Randle 40 minutes per game. He might stick to that. I don't know if he's going to I don't know if he's going to change. Now. I, I can't believe it till I see but, it. I got to see. It. There, there you go. See, but but, but at the same time, <laughs> me and you saying the exact same thing, but you just triggered by a whole bunch of shit. Uh, but uh, me uh, and you saying the same exact thing, but 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 you just want to say it a different way. Oh man, <laughs> we're not saying the same thing. Oh man, all I was at, we is what we is because my beef with Tibbs is like you say, if Obi don't play, that means Obi's not producing. My statement to that is what if Obi is producing and Tibbs is still not playing him the amount of minutes he needs to play? So then that means that you're going to trade him. So that means that it was kind of pointless drafting him at eight. Now, if you trade him for a positive asset, cool. But it's like, come, what you? It's like, come on. Your best player 
plays the same position of the lottery pick that you drafted. Come on, bro. But I mean, you you keep going back. But if but if you keep going back, then we got to talk about the whole reason that we were going to trade Julius Randle to begin with. You know, we were going to trade Julius Randle. He was gone. You know what I'm saying? And then Julius Randle um, showed them uh, something. Next um, thing you know, let, he's let the most important word, player. Word phone up, real quick. I'm gonna go okay, put my okay. word phone up. All right. Good, good. Make sure you wash your hands too, man. When you come back. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. State is driving me crazy, man. We saying the same thing, yo. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. So I mean, yo, know, if if um like, like like I'm saying, if, if um if Julius Randle is playing a lot of minutes, that means that Obi Top is not playing. You know what I'm saying? So if Obi Top's not playing, it's because they that um that he don't earn he didn't earn the minutes. Now another situation, if if um if Obi Toppin is playing well, he's definitely gonna play a lot, but he's not gonna play more than Obi. I mean, than Julius. That's not gonna happen. So I mean, if Obi can get up to 20 minutes a game, that means that he's actually playing really good. 20 minutes a game, it would be, be fine for him because he's not gonna play um more minutes. Um, he's not gonna um take away minutes from Julius RJ. And and um, Mitchell Robinson, he's gonna take minutes from all of them, and then what? Obi's gonna play thirty something minutes a game. That that don't make no damn sense. That don't make no sense. Your your best players is 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 on, on the front court is Julius, um, RJ, and Mitch. Those guys are gonna take up the, the bulk of the minutes. Probably thirty minutes a game for all of them. You know, some of them might be more. 35, 32, you know, thirty like that. It's probably gonna be like close to that. 35, 35, 30. Or whatever, especially if you want RJ to be the Hall of Famer, like he says, and an all-star. If you want to be an all-star, he cannot gonna be an all-star playing 28 minutes a game. You know, Julius Randle, he ain't gonna be an all-star playing 20 minutes a game. You know, so I mean, like it's this it's kind of a crazy argument, man. But I mean, like, you know, um, like, like I said, if Obi Toppin is doing what he's supposed to do, like if he's playing the way that he was playing in summer league for the most part, he's definitely gonna get minutes. And then Julius Randle shouldn't have to play 38 because it's really 38 minutes a game. He's he's not gonna be up at 38. Minutes a game if Obi is bringing what he brought in summer league because then he's, he's a plus player. So you so when you make that that um that sub, um Obi's gonna earn the time to stay in the in, in the game. You know what I'm saying? So it is, it is what it is. But I mean, we just have to see because like I said, it's all what if. You know, like you can say it one way. You know, from one person can say it one way, another person can say it another way. It's all the conversation. If we don't have differences of opinion, or if we if we can't come together to come to a conclusion, or maybe um like sit whatever, then what are we doing? You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. The key the key words, um, you know, is, is what's um triggering triggering um state. But you know, like I said, we're saying we're saying the same thing, the same exact thing. So anyway, ho hopefully, um, when State comes back, he um uses some soap and water so he don't contaminate everybody when they come back to use that computer. But um, shout out to everybody. I see that the chat's going crazy. We got um, got a couple people here. New era. <laughs> don't go back. Anyway, relax. Think. I think relax. Think is in here. Um, trolling. So um, Alton Lee still talking here. Uh, Tips always um use um thirty five um minutes a game for starters. That's about right. Yo, shout out to Alton Lee. He's been like the um the narrator of this podcast. So 35 minutes for starters is, is about right. You know, 15 for the bench guys. Like even even if we talk about like um Kemba Walker, Kemba Walker, you know, with Rose coming off the bench and quickly there, there's no way that, that Kemba Walker is gonna play 35 minutes a game. You know, there's no way because I mean, um, you know, Rose is gonna need some time and quickly is gonna need some time. Both of those guys are coming off the bench, man. So, you know, I I can't see Walker maxing out. You know, you know, regardless of what what what, what Tib has traditionally done, if you got good players like that, I can't see him just like ignoring his bench. You know, Rose just not playing at all. And then you got Burks too. All these guys are just strictly not going to play. 
you know, but like I said, certain guys like RJ is probably going to play a lot, 35 minutes. Uh, Julius is probably going to be close to 35 as well. You know, anything more than that, then we have a problem. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can't, I can't see um, Tibbs um, like just maxing out the, the starters and don't use roles. How are you not going to use roles? You know, how, how, is, how is he not going to use roles? You know, quickly is there. How is he not going to use quickly coming off the bench? You know, how is he not going to use Burke? You know, these, these guys play well for him. So how could, how could he not use those guys? So same thing with, with Obi. Obi played well in summer league. He's still got to prove it. But if he comes in playing well, how could you not play Obi? You know what I'm saying? But still, look, looking at looking at what Alton Lee says, 35 minutes a game for the starters and 15 minutes a game for the for the, for the bench guys. That's about right. You know, maybe maybe um, subtract two minutes here and there, maybe 30, 30 um, two minutes for some guys, maybe um, 17 minutes for some guys. But that's basically it right there. In a, in a nutshell, you know, you want RJ to be an all-star? He's got to play like 35 minutes a game, 33, 33, 35 minutes a game. You want Julius Randle to be back in the all-star? He's got to average um, at least 35, 33, 30, you know, something minutes a game. You know, 33 minutes a game, 35 minutes a game. Mitchell Robinson is coming back. He's supposed to be good. He's going to have to average at least 30 as a center. You know you know what I'm saying? So um, the fallback with, with that, if, if your starter's playing 30 minutes at center, how many more minutes at center do you have left? If you do the math, you're talking about 18 minutes, right? So no Noel could get 18. Maybe that's where Obi gets some of those minutes. It's possible for him to get some of those, that 18 minutes. Uh, like same thing. If you're talking about 35 minutes for um for RJ um coming off the bench, you, you're talking about um well, I'm not even good at math. You're talking about 13 minutes of available minutes coming off the bench uh, for RJ. You, you know what I'm saying? You got um you got Fournier there. You know, you got you, you got Burke, you got all these different guys. So there's a lot of guys that could play. This guy, if like I said, if, if um Julius is playing 35 minutes a game, then then um then Obi could get 15. You know, maybe like I said, maybe he can get a little bit of the center's minutes taken away from the well. That's possible. You know, e- even small forward, you can you could run him um, you know, maybe run um Julius at small forward, have um Obi at more minutes at power forward. So I mean, from from um say from 15 minutes a game, you could take two at center. That's on um, what 17, two from um the power forward, you know, maybe two from small forward. I don't know. You know, the shits and giggles. So you can get it up to 20 minutes a game. So if Obi's playing 20 minutes a game, then he's doing what he's supposed to do. And that, that, that's exactly what, what, what we need from, from him and from all of our bench players, to tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? If those guys can give us 20 minutes coming off the bench where we could rely on them to do what they do, then we could put the starters in and do whatever. When it comes to the fourth quarter, though, you know, I think it's gonna come to feel because that's what Tibbs did last year. You know, we didn't really have no closer. So whoever was rocking at the end, those are the guys that closed the game. You know, uh, we, we started with Alfred Payton. We finished off with Derrick Rose. When Derrick Rose got hurt, we was rocking with Alec, um, with Alec Burks. You know what I'm saying? So we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to do whoever was rocking. You know, if Walker's, if Walker's the guy rocking, then we got to go with him. He's been a 20-point a game scored the last five years. 20, 20 points a game straight the last five years. Even when he was hurt, he averaged 20 points a game. You know what I'm saying? So if, if he could still give us that production, then he's got to be the guy, you know, in the fourth quarter. But if Rose is playing good when he comes in, then you got to – then it depends on what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I'm just giving uh, Relax Stinker a, a nice little little blow here. So anyway, he's going to use Kemba and Rose um, – and Kemba Rose and quickly as one player. You know, basically, yeah. You know, Fournier, who's going to back up Fournier? It's got to be quickly, you, you would assume, right? Alec Burke probably going to get a lot of those minutes. You know, we, we kind of have a hole at the back of small forward. So I don't know. Um, what's this? 
what's overplaying your starters? You know, if if saying if saying playing between uh, thirty, say like thirty two and thirty five minutes, in between there, is that overplaying your starters? You know what I'm saying? Is is playing is playing thirty two to thirty five minutes a game overplaying your starters? How how old say say I'm gonna use for shits and giggles off, off camera here, um, LeBron James right? He's thirty six years old. Okay, he's a freak of nature. You know, he's he's been playing at this level for so long that it's just like like bonkers what he could do at this age. But um, even at this age and, and throughout his whole career, the motherfucker's averaging thirty eight minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? For his entire career. Last year, he averaged 33, 34, 35. That's about right. 33, 34, 35. That's what starters supposed to get. 33 minutes last year, that's good for him. And he still was able to get 25, 7 to 7. That's amazing, bro. But 33 minutes a game, that's that's about right. 35 a night is, is, is bad. It could be. You know, but if you're talking about your best players, Julius Randle probably going to get close to 35. You know? But, like, yo, if you can get your guys to 33, then that's great. You know, but we have the talent coming off the bench to do that, though. You know, so I, I get the I get the argument that that Tibbs likes to run down his starters, but at the same time, you have the talent off the bench to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we, we, it's not like not like last year where, where we're looking at like um you know Bullock and all these guys and 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 Frank Nilakina, these guys that don't deserve minutes. You know what I'm saying? Peyton, these guys, bums that we have on the team. What can you do at that at that point? But if you're talking about a team that with the bench, it, it could potentially um, be just as good as the starters some nights, then you got to play. You got to have to um, figure out a way to play these guys, you know? Yeah, man. I hope you wash your hands, bro. Yeah, State is back. So I hope you wash your hands, State. Yes. Okay. Because you had, you had to take off your jacket. That means you was you was in, in the potty. No. <laughs> he crazy, yo. Yeah. So anyway, I, I was just going through the whole minutes thing, man. Like like people are saying 35 minutes a night is too much for starters. I mean, you know, I, I just used an example for LeBron James. The last couple of years for LeBron was 33, 34, 35. For his career, the, the dude was averaging 38 minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that, that's extreme for like the for the for one of the greatest players that ever played the game. You know, but still, the last couple of years, 33, 34, 35, that's about right for, for, um, for starters in the NBA. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 but not for Ted. It's how you play those minutes. Like, I don't see LeBron in the first quarter for 12 minutes straight every game. At the start of every game, bro. Yeah, but if if throughout his career, if he if he's like some years he one year when he was younger, uh in, in when he was 20 though, uh he averaged 42 minutes a game. You know, <sighs> in, in the middle of his career, he was averaging 37 minutes a game. You know, just a, a couple years ago, he was averaging 36, 37 minutes a game. Yo, we talking about a human freak of nature, though. LeBron James, who never really got hurt. He's probably, like, the only superstar I've ever seen who never get hurt, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, you can go to any any starter in, in the NBA. The starters are not going to play 28 minutes a game, especially if they're all-star caliber players. They're not going to play, you know, 20 minutes a game if they're an all-star. That's true, but you're not going to play them the amount of minutes that typical – like you're not gonna play your starters in blowouts when you up twenty and there's eight minutes left in the fourth, like in a regular season game, something that Tibbs would do. And 
I, I can't deal with that, yo. I can't see another season of that. People be saying, yo, stay. Tim's going to change. He going to adapt. He going to adjust. He going to do this. He going to do that. All right, let's wait and see because he a goddamn liar anyway. He's a liar. I can't believe enough that he said. He just lied. He straight up lied when, when we was in the playoffs. And he going to keep lying to y'all, selling y'all wolf tickets. Y'all going to keep believing him. He's like a – he's like a – he's an upgraded fizz that what, what kind of call he like he just charged off with the way he just talked. Like he gimmick y'all to death, and y'all just believe it. Like I, I can't deal with him, man. But what's the what's the gimmicks though? What's the gimmick that, that he's gigging, gimmicking people to death? Oh, it's gonna be a competition for minutes. Get the fuck out of here, Tabs. But who's in the competition? We don't gotta take dead rocks and dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, you know, we, me and you talk about so much stuff in depth and all that. So, you know, we we, we could kind of leave that alone, I guess. But I'm trying. I'm trying to find out where here it goes. This is um, me me. I'm I, I'm not gonna put it on the screen because I, I just don't want to mess up the stream. But let's mm-hmm. say like the what was the year that um that he won 47 games in Minnesota, right? I'm just mm-hmm. trying to see the minute distribution. Uh, Jimmy Butler played 36 minutes. Wiggins played 36. Carl Anthony Towns played 35. You know, um, Taj Gibson played 33. Uh, Jeff um, Teague had 33. Uh, coming off the bench, he had old ass um, uh, Jamal Crawford, uh, Tyrus Jones, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Nemanja, whatever his name is. Derek Rose is on the team too. He only played like a couple games. I think he was hurt. And um, jo- uh, Georgie Dang. So, I mean, like, Bro, I don't know. In any of those games, you shall not have. Four players playing 30, averaging 33 plus minutes per game. And then 82 games. We talk about 82 games. Yeah, but you got four players averaging 33 plus minutes. And they're running up and down the court. No wonder Zach Levine towards ACL, God forbid, let me knock on wood. No well, Zach wonder. Zach Levine wasn't on the team at the time. No, but he still towards ACL under Tibbs. This is stuff that happened under Tibbs. Like Derrick Rose, I remember watching Derrick Rose tears ACL under Tibbs, and I was in my mother's living room, and he's got this guy in the game. You're up double digits. You still got him in the game a minute too left. What is wrong with that man? Yeah, I agree with that. Playing playing um guys excessive minutes for no reason. That's that's that that's that's his fault. That is his fault. You know, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I don't know, man. Every time, yeah. everywhere you go, an injury followed him. That is apparent. <laughs> everywhere you go. One well, player on his roster get a major injury. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I agree. I agree with what you're saying with, with that, man, because I, I am looking at um some of these minutes and stuff. They, they, this, the season before that, they won 31 games. And um, <laughs> it's, the minutes is crazy. Zach Levine, he was getting 37 minutes a game. Uh, Andrew what? Wiggins, 37. Carlin D. Towns, 37. Uh, Ricky what? Rubio had 32. Gorgie had 32. But then behind them, behind on the bench was Brandon Rush, Shabazz Muhammad. Like I said, Namanja, whatever his name is, Omari uh, uh, Caspi. Th- these guys were kind of like bums, really. You know, so uh, so you, you would rather play Zach, you know, Andrew and Carlin D. Towns than giving, um, you know, you know, Gorgie dang more minutes, you know? I, I kind of get it. Like, wait, you know, Brandon Rush was the top um, – uh, minute guy coming off the bench that year. How many minutes he averaged? Uh, he averaged 21 coming off the bench. Shabazz Muhammad, who's like not even in the NBA anymore, and he's still young. 
Uh, he was giving you 19 minutes a game. Nemanja was giving you 18. Caspi was giving you 17. You know, he had Chris Dunn that's, that's like, um, you know, not, not really that good either. You know, Tyrus Jones, you know, rookies coming into the NBA. That's not enough, bro. I don't like Tibbs. That's all it is, man. I don't really rock with Tibbs, man. You you can rock with I don't really rock with him, man. I ain't I ain't I ain't messing with dude, man. That shit, man, he got he, he can stay over there, man. I don't really rock with Tibbs. Yeah, he's not he's not perfect, man. Definitely. This he's definitely not perfect. You know, but I mean that would be a catastrophe if he got guys producing and and they're doing like he like he did these losing years, 37 minutes a game. You know, but my thing is, Obi Toppin is better than anybody on that bench uh, on that team there. You know, D- uh, Derek Rose um, at, at this stage is better than anything on this bench I'm looking at. You know, Quickly is better than anybody on that bench. Even Alec Burke is better than anybody on that bench, On you know, on that bench that I'm looking at on, the, on that Minnesota team. So, uh, you know, I, I can't see those guys not playing, you know. Hmm. I can't see those guys. Um, I can't see those guys, like, showing up and playing less than 17 minutes a game, you know. We're going to see, man. I don't know, man. We're going yeah. to see, man. We got we got a couple years ahead of us, and I just hope Tibbs don't, don't burn these guys out, man, playing them so many minutes. And, ah, man, it's tough. Yo, the Hawks, the highest minute getter on their team, I believe, last season was Trey Young, and he was 34 minutes per game. And they had at least – Eight guys who averaged at least 25 minutes per game. And you know they dealt with injuries. Well, that's the thing. They dealt with injuries. So a lot of those minutes, we talked about that before. A lot of those minutes are mm-hmm. inflated. Like like my man, what's his name? Solomon Hill. His yep. minutes were inflated because he actually started for, for a decent amount of time. Uh, he started 16 games for them. You know, so th- those 16 games, he was playing a lot of minutes due to injury. You know, so that 21, if he didn't start those 16 games, that 21 minutes probably would be closer to 11. Because he's, he's – he. you want to talk about trash? Solomon Hill is a bum. You know what I'm saying? If I was in shape, I'd probably bust his ass, you know? Solomon Hill. That, that, that's a lie. He'll, he'll bust my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like that, if, if guys weren't hurt, you know, Solomon Hill wouldn't even get off the bench. You know? I don't disagree. Um, I Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, they did have a lot of injuries, though, man. You're talking about Bogdan. He only played 44 games. You know, DeAndre Hunter only played 23 games. That's a lot of injuries there. uh, Gallinari only played 51 games. You know, that's the the bulk of their their rotation right there. Everybody, everybody's saying good things about Tibbs when it comes to these rotations, man. I just hope they come to fruition when the season comes. Talk about Tibbs is going to play players traditional minutes and rely on the next man up mentality. Yeah, all right. Let him keep lying to you, brother. You're a good dude, man. <laughs> you got Tibbs just going to keep lying to you. You just going to keep believing what you tell y'all. Y'all be on, watch. We all going to be in the same car by next February. Watch. Yo, get Tibbs out of New York. It's possible, man, but I mean, you you gotta put you gotta put the positivity out there. You can't just start off negative. You know what I'm saying? You, no, you can't I, just I, you can't just start off negative I, like negative to the ten. You can't be on ten negative and expect positivity. You get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I understand what you're saying. Like I got next season, we gonna win 40, 54 games, but I'm still mad at Tibbs and I'm salty because I know after we win fifty four games, I know it's possible that Tibbs could come out in the first round and still coach even worse than what he did last season. So. 
I know we're, we're going to win games. Like, that's not the issue with me. The issue with me is the way Tibbs runs his rotations, his minutes, and his offense is trash. Like, I don't really, I hated the Knicks offense last season, but when we get to the playoffs, it's just, can you give me a better offense than what you did? So. That's that's another clouded conversation too because the offense you're talking about Reggie Bullock you're talking about uh, Alfred Payton this year we don't have those guys that, you know what I'm saying yeah, so the but offense was, by default is gonna be better it was still no off ball movement even if those guys was off ball like those guys were still standing at the three point line I didn't see enough off ball movement even them like off ball screens at least I didn't see no creativity in them in the offense on the playoffs. So. Yeah, but you're talking about off-ball screens on who, though? On, on For Reggie Bullock to get him open to call plays Reggie? Yeah, get somebody open. Do something. Instead of having everybody stand at the three-point line. But but here's, here's the thing with the minutes thing. With Julius Randle and, and RJ, like, those are our two best players. So if you're running a play, you got to run a play for them. You can't run a play for anybody else outside of those two guys. You know what I'm saying? So so those guys are going to have to play 38 minutes a game when, when there's nobody else to play for them. There's nobody else good as good as those two guys on our roster. Unless, like I said, unless you're relying on Reggie Bullock and Alfred Payton to do something for you. And oh I'm saying God. Dirk Rose is the, was the third guy. Dirk Rose was there too. Quickly, you know, should have played more. I agree with that. Obi Toppin actually woke up in the playoffs. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know. <sighs> we'll see, man. It's good fans everywhere, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, oh, we just man. we just gotta think positively, man. I know you don't like you don't like Tom Thibodeau. That, that's cool. You know, I get everything that you're saying about him, and everything you're saying about him is true. You know, you know what I'm saying. But you know, I I would like to to think that our players are are good enough. You know, to 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 get the to get the opportunities, and they should. You know, like, like I said, Obi Toppin. You know, he should he should be able to to play some, some minutes for us, man. You know, coming off the bench, like the whole bench should average about you know 17, 18 minutes a game. Everybody. You know, but it, it really depends on 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 um. It really de- it depends on Tibbs. You're right. It depends on Tibbs, because he's the he's the guy leading leading the thing. You know, but you know Derrick Rose still can play, so I can't see him not playing. You know, especially if he got it going. We're gonna you know? see, man. We're gonna yeah. see. We're gonna see. It's tough. We're gonna see. It's, it's, you got two more weeks. Two more weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yo, people have been counting down, man, since like the freaking end of the year. Oh, yo, we got two hundred more days. Like, God, yeah. you know that that that's. I think that's been a drag. You know, the, the constant counting down and all this other stuff. I know the anticipation is great. You know, this year because we played good last year. So this year, everybody can't wait to see what we're gonna do this year. You know, I get it, man. But I mean, you know, sometimes you know the the the, the dog days of the summer, which is like the end of September. I mean, the end of August and the beginning of September. You know, man. So maybe, maybe it's it's time to go play. You know, watch some football or something. You know, not not still counting down 150 games and shit. Like, God damn, shit is crazy. What my Giants is doing, doing, doing to the to the to the fans. What the New York Giants management is doing to the fans is criminal. They should all be arrested. Um, <laughs> Dame Jones, I don't. It, you you go zero and two for the past like five straight years. Like I don't even want to talk about the Giants. Like they've been so pathetic. I've been looking forward to the next season. The Jets is pathetic. I I hate watching the Jets. Like the New York football in general is pathetic. The only team to really watch is the Bills, and that's pathetic. 
So uh, hopefully, hopefully my Knicks could do something, man. I'm, I'm excited. I can't, I can't wait for next season. I can't lie. What, what, what did you think about the last game with the Giants? Because I mean, they, they should, they should have won that game. I think they should have. When they, they were in the red zone, and they went for that on um, field goal. I think they should have went for it. Went for the seven instead of the um the three. And then so, they might, they might have actually had a shot there. I call Joe Judge the White David Fisdale. <laughs> that's how, that's how we gonna end that. That's how we're going that. It, I, I got nothing else to explain to you. That's the most I got for you when it comes yep. to the Giants. Like, it's disgusting to watch. I love Danny Jones. He cool, but we all know what happens in football when you change the coach and you change the president, the, the gym. We know who's next out the door, the quarterback. So I, I, I'm good on David Gettleman, man. He's a, he might be worse than Steve Mills. Dave Gettleman is really bad. He's yeah, he's bad, man. But I mean, are, are the Giants that far? Are the Giants that bad that that um they they can't? Yes. They can't? Are you kidding me? Football, not basketball, bro. We in Mahomes league. We need a quarterback. But I mean, our quarterback is decent. What he needs, he needs an offensive line. We got an all star. We got like an old world um, running oh back God. and a decent quarterback with no offensive line. You know, Jones was getting killed all game, man. He was getting touched every game, almost every play. You know, he was getting touched. You know, yawn. I'm tired of hearing about the O line. <laughs> Andrew but Thomas has been good these past these first two weeks. Andrew Thomas has been good. Pro Football Focus has Andrew Thomas rated good. I I, I don't want to hear about the O line no more. In in football, the quarterback position either you got it or you don't. He ain't got it. That's it. <laughs> Eli Manning. In his second season, he was fourth in the NFL in touchdown passes. Touchdown, touchdown passes thrown. I don't want to hear about none of this, man. Saquon Barkley, listen, man. Yo, dog, yeah, I'm ready to sell high on everybody on the Giants roster, bro. Yeah, but Eli Manning is not like he was like, um, what do you call, um, you know, like a, a dynamic um, quarterback where he was running out the pocket and doing stuff. He was just standing right in the pocket, standing right there, just going like this. You know what I'm saying? Because the offensive line. What he got, yo. What he what? got, that's all that matters, yo. What he got, yo. He got them two rings, yo. That don't matter. Well, everything else, what you just said, is irrelevant because he got two rings. He wasn't yeah, no, but he didn't, he didn't get the two rings his first year. I mean, second year, the year that we're talking about. Third he got year. That li- okay. You're right. So, I mean, what if Jones in his third year, they get him an offensive line? He's in his third year now. <laughs> I, I want to win. <laughs> That's right, what I'm man. talking about. <laughs> but, but you said this is football, not basketball. You know what I'm saying? So you need a lot besides just the quarterback. You need a bunch of things. But it starts with you need a quarterback, bro. At the end of the day, Tampa Bay ain't Tampa Bay without Brady. They had Jameis Winston. You change the quarterback, it changes everything. You need a quarterback, bro. That's how so, you compete. So who should Giants? Let, let's say let's say the Giants had a different quarterback. The quarterback that you that you wish the Giants could have. Do you think they'll be better? If we had Aaron Rodgers right now, we'll be two and zero. And that's maybe. without a doubt in my mind. That's a, without a doubt in my mind. Maybe the quarterback. The quarterback maybe. position is important, bro. It's really important. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers. You know, I, I get it. I get it. I give you that. Got me talking about the goddamn Giants, Dave. <laughs> Good.
got goddamn Dave Gettleman pulling his best Steve Mills impersonation. And, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what about um, Cam? What do you think about Cam um, Cam Newton on the Giants? Yeah, I, I take Cam right now, too. Yo, I'm done with Daniel Jones. I told you, I, I'm finished. I don't care about where he got. Y'all, y'all could keep speaking up for him, make all the excuses for him all you want. When it comes to football, when your young quarterback is in his third season, we don't care about your accolades. We want to see W's, and that's it. Everything else is excuse. I'm at the point where I'm almost at sell high on him. I ain't going to lie to you. And he's been getting hurt too much. And I love Saquon. I, I love him. I love him. Well, I mean, he's not hurt now, and he's just like like um, my man made four for saying he's been dancing around. Well, the, the problem with the Giants, though, like you're right, the quarterback is, is definitely the head. You need a quarterback in order to be successful in the, in the NFL. But they went and got the running back before the quarterback, and I, I think that's the fucking problem. They they went and got Saquon when they should have got a a, a a quarterback that year when Saquon was drafted. You know, and get the quarterback first, and then worry about the the um the running back. They did the opposite. You know, so now you're wasting years on running backs that don't even last in the, in the NFL that long. You know, so you know how long is Saquon going to be around? You know, is he going to be? He still hasn't even hit the hit the potential that he should have hit already. He still hasn't hit it yet. So will, will he ever hit it? You know, because because the running backs don't last that long in the NFL. I don't know, yeah. I don't know, Saquon. Yeah. I, I don't know. Love him to death, but football is a different sport. Like I can understand. So I'm almost at the point where, um. Start, it, it, start selling high, and you damn right. If Cam Newton got the vaccine, he'll be <laughs> starting right now. Yeah, you damn right. Ultimately, so we ain't even going to talk about that. That's a whole another conversation for a whole another day. But um, I I don't know. I I got into everything, dog. And yes, and I'm and I'm tired, man. I'm hungry as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, you, you probably um got um diarrhea and all that shit. You probably dehydrated and all that. You, went to, you took two bathroom breaks. Lord have mercy, man. Nah, I took one bathroom break and then the other one. I just had to give in my work for See, <laughs> yo, you crazy? I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, man. Good, good, good part as always, man. This, you know, out of out of the, this is this is what twenty two. Twenty two, probably. I believe it was like twenty two. 22 and then we we have like plenty of audio podcasts as well so i mean this is this might be the first time where me and you was was like actually both both like animated at one point i think this is the first time ever <laughs> so that's good so i mean that's a precursor to what's going to happen tomorrow i think tomorrow i think tomorrow is going to be freaking out of control tomorrow because we, like i said cornerstone we, we're going to be talking about frank cornerstone is like the leader of, of the frank hive he's, he's like the originator you, you know what I'm saying? You know, union member of, of the freaking Frank Hive. And then, you know, we got Sergeant. Sergeant is good. You know, Cornerstone is good too. Smart. Both everybody's smart. And then of course you, man. So it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy tomorrow, man. I'm glad you got your headphones because you sound fantastic. You know what I'm saying? The audio is great. So uh, I mean yeah, Nah, so. I, I told you that comment. I read the comment in different in various voices in my head, bro. I read the comment in, in a Kang voice. I read it in like a Bane voice, a Goku voice. Uh, like I read it in so many voices. I'm like, yo, you know what, yo, let me just make sure I get these damn headphones. So I made it. I made it sure. Like it was to the point uh, before I got out of here, I put the headphones. 
I tied it to my doorknob. So before I leave the crib, I see, I can see it on my doorknob. Like, all right, yo, let me just make sure. But um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like all you really need is just, just regular headphones, man. If you if you can't, if you forget the big ones, just bring a regular, bring regular joints, just regular earbuds. The ones that come with the phone, anything. Not then I sent store joints, you know? I, I got below you, or something, you know? I, I got you, brother. Um yeah, that's all I got though. Everybody know where to find the podcast, man. You know where to find us, Apple Podcasts, everything, Stitcher, Google, Google Podcasts. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. K KRS is one of the one of the Frank Hive. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Next podcast is gonna be real fun. That's gonna be hilarious. Oh, John, let me get out of here, man. I don't I'm, I'm, I need me a, a, a Philly cheese steak, so <laughs> yeah, you gonna get you a chopped cheese? Yeah. No, not tonight. I'm not getting no chopped cheese. I can't <laughs> do that. I can't that's strong on the stomach, man. You can't do that every night. Man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but right, man, shout out shout out to the to the chat though. The chat's really been rocking. You know, shout out to Alton Lee, my man. My, my Alton Lee's like the MVP today. Really going crazy in the in the chat, giving yes, us a lot, of, a lot of help. Uh, greenhouse, of course, quiet money made it for all you guys, man. Thank you, Boost Mobile. What's up, man? Thank you for for coming in. Also, uh, a lot of guys, whoever I didn't mention, thank you for for tuning in to the to the to the diehard state of mind. You know, it's, it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, tomorrow gonna be crazy. Let me get out of here, man. Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow gonna be, gonna be fucking tomorrow, crazy. man. That that's gonna be two hours, man. I hope y'all yeah. all tune in. I appreciate y'all, man. I'm out of here. I'm tired as hell, and y'all all get y'all rest. And wear your mask. That's all I got. <laughs> wash your hands, bro. <laughs> and wash your hands. And make sure you use Perel as well. And ultimately, last words before I get out of here. Tibbs is a sister. Tibbs could go to hell. Um, <laughs> shout out to Johnny O, man. We'll see Johnny O as the coach soon. Dial, I'm out of here, man. Peace, right, brother. Peace, man. Peace. Yeah, you know, so, so tomorrow, 9.30. 9.30 tomorrow, around 9.30, 9.40. That's when you're going to see us. So, like I said, Cornerstone and Sergeant from the um, the Odd Couple on, on Freezy's Pod is going to come to Dianic's podcast and we're going to talk Frank Nilakina. All right, so I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, same bad channel, same bad time, same bad channel. All right, peace, y'all.